Good morning, happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome to another quick-hitting, fast-paced episode of Sunday Secrets. And in today, I want to talk just a bit about your customers. Yes, this is business-specifically related, and we need to talk about your ideal client, your your best customer. If you've been listening to the show for quite some time, you realize there was an episode not too long ago where I discussed customer avatar. Right, what are the things that make your, your ideal client? So to recap, just the high-level pieces of that episode. I want to have this conversation through the lens of who is the person that you want to help? Not the person you feel like you have to help. Not the person you may have been helping. But who is that ideal client that you want to spend time with? Someone that if they were in front of your office right now, you would have no problem spending hours and hours with them almost potentially for free. Now, I also don't advocate that you do anything for free. But if you had to, that you could. From that standpoint, right, what is their general age range? Now, you couldn't say 20 to 35 because me as a 35-year-old man thinks much differently than I did at 25 years old. That window doesn't work. So you have to make sure that age range is in conjunction with the way a person actually thinks. From that standpoint, do you want to deal with men and women? Just men, just women? Right? Some other uh, you know, specific itemization of sexuality that could exist. Now let's assume that you have all those pieces and parts down. Next thing we talk about is the pain points. Right? What causes them... Pain, what wakes them up in the middle of the night? So you think about if they were in a cold sweat, popping out of bed like (gasps) gasping for breath, as you or I might have certainly done not all that long ago, what is the thing that's waking them up? And then we get into something a little more tactical. How do you solve that problem for them for far less than it generates by solving it? Right inside a business... If I can help you solve a $100,000 problem for 5000 bucks, you're super excited to make that investment. If I help you solve a $7,000 problem for 5000 bucks, you're probably not that excited. But now that we move all that out of the way, and I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't listened to that whole episode, just go back and search, right? It's the avatar framework, the avatar journey. goes a lot deeper into that topic. But I'm realizing from the clients that I'm working with now, the ones that are part of my S7 business system, which you're certainly more than welcome to give, gather some more information about. It's not a hard sell. I don't even know if you'd be the right fit, but if you're interested, send me an email, ryan at ryanidell.com. Just saying I'd like more information on the S7 business system, and I'll share with you exactly the seven steps that I know every business has to go through to get to seven figures and figure out where you're at, the pain points, and see if what I have is a good solution or not. Be my pleasure. There's no sale. You can't even buy from me on the first call no matter what. Because I'm working with uh, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 people inside that group right now. I'm realizing that we skipped over some things. And maybe it's from my time in direct response marketing. Maybe it's from the way my brain works. Maybe it's from sales. But whatever it's from, it's important that you consider this as well. When we think about our ideal customer, we have to spend some time figuring out how they think why they think that way. 
what motivates their decisions. We really have to walk a mile in their shoes. In order to walk a mile in their shoes, we have to physically take that journey. And we take that journey by figuring out where they spend their time. What do they read? What do they listen to? Are they podcast listeners? Are they print publication readers? Where do they go in their spare time? And we figure all that out because we have to join those tribes. We have to be an active participant in those events. And I say active from the standpoint of first-person activity. We need to physically be there and to learn what people are asking. We do that because it makes our sales copy so much more compelling. It makes our videos so much more watchable. Right? I mean, I help coaches, mentors, and consultants increase the, the reach of their business. And by that, they make more money and all these other things. And so I spend a lot of time understanding the pain points that most coaches go through. Most mentors and consultants get tripped up on. Right? They join different tribes and communities. They're part of meetup groups because they want to go there and prospect because they think that could be an easy place for them to get clients at. They heard that reaching out to a bunch of people on LinkedIn is a way to maximize their business. They might have even thought that by posting endless consistent content on Facebook, people are just going to come in in droves. Well, what does all that really mean? It means that they're worried about client acquisition. And they're probably worried about, depending on the income level they're at, being able to acquire clients without having to spend a bunch of money. Most great coaches, mentors, and consultants that I know are not great funnel builders. And tech kind of scares them. It slows them down a little bit. Not scares from the fact that we don't like to use it, but scares us in the time, energy, effort it takes us to deploy something when we know our time is better spent elsewhere. And so teaching people how to do things without having tech overwhelm is important. I know the coaches, mentors, and consultants, everybody that's a coach I know inside the fitness world ends up getting to a point where they're trading time for money. They maximize their one-to-one reach. And they just get trapped in the rat race of having more and more clients, putting more money in their pocket, but not having any more free time, probably having less than they used to have. And so they're trapped, and that begins to make them nervous as well. I know that if all those things aren't the pain point, I know that my clients don't really love to sell. That sales has had such a bad rap over the time that they've been in business that they are apprehensive to lean into a sales role. They don't ever want to pressure people. They want them to feel easy. And so I know from spending a ton of time reading publications, going through trainings myself, being a part of Facebook groups, being a part of LinkedIn groups, being a part of YouTube channels, being a part of anything I can and consuming the content that shows the pain points, I know that it was important for me to teach people how to generate a consistent flow of leads without spending a bunch of money. I know it's important to help people no longer exchange time for money in a one-to-one situation. I know it's important to have people be able to do things without having to experience tech overwhelm. I know that it was very important to create 
quote-unquote a sales process that doesn't feel like a process at all, that feels very conversational, that we're not pushing people into saying yes. I know that all those things are required because I can see the pain points from being in the person's shoes. And it happens to be that there was a point in my personal evolution in which I was in every one of those shoes. Right When I'm at 35 clients, 34 clients, one-to-one, and I'm coaching people for 40 hours a week, I'm overwhelmed. That the idea of having pieces and parts integrated and how do I maximize my reach? How do I do this thing without having to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, even $10,000 on funnels and things being built? The whole idea that you're one funnel away is just complete malarkey. You're not one funnel away from anything. It's not how it works. You see, these things make it much easier to write your sales copy in a way that compels people to want to know more. It makes the conversations you have with potential clients feel much more authentic and organic because you spent the time to be in their shoes. It makes the videos you record addressing a pain point in a passive manner have a bigger impact and reach because you actually know what someone's going through. You see, my friend, it's not enough to simply know your ideal customer and to know high level what their pain points are. You must take some time to sit in their pain points consistently and to not be so myopic in your thought process that you don't realize that their pain points will consistently shift and evolve with the marketplace. And that the goal of any good marketer, any good direct response marketing professional, is to stay at the front of the change that happens. So while niching down is important, while having your ideal client is important, by knowing their pain points is important, I'm going to encourage you to consider none of that might be as important as actually walking a mile in their shoes and knowing what they go through. And there are some ways to actually do that. Social media is the most impactful tool in the world. If you don't know your avatar, ask to interview your specific ideal client for a research project you're doing that you only need 10 minutes of everybody's time. Have 10 conversations with 10 individuals that are your exact client, asking them for their pain points. Have it all written down. Have it all very clearly in front of you. Do that once a month for three months. While you're still growing your business, while you're maximizing your processes. But now you start to get really clear on what it takes to be successful. You can walk in those shoes. You can figure out how much it costs for your client to be stuck in those positions. And you can solve the problem for a tenth of the pain. You do that for long enough and you will experience success. I'm Ryan Idell, wishing you truly unlimited success.